This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. gentlemen welcome back this is acmg presents talk time live the prime show i am your host xavier josiah folks we are back with a big big weekend as you may know this is a huge weekend for us i mean for all fans of all things anime comics movies and games the mecca of all things acmg is starting to Day. This is Thursday. San Diego Comic Con is is around, and you know this is the biggest event of the year for cons. This is the con of all cons, one of them at least, but at the best, the top. You know, this is where all the big news comes out of. This is where the big exclusives come out of. So we're gonna have some news coming from there in the video game front for here as well. But also this weekend is just gonna be crazy on our prime show and yes we will have a prime show and i'm gonna explain why i didn't have a show if you didn't go on social media and find out last week but we're gonna have a you know it's the san diego comic-con time so we're gonna run down all the news that is going on all the panels especially the return of the marvel studios panel the pretty much the marquee of the entire event last year they weren't there funimation took over it was okay but you know, we got a new chapter in the world of Marvel, so we're going to see what's going to find out. Plus, all all the other really cool news and everything that comes out of there, we're going to talk about on, on Sunday. We're also, I believe I'm going to do this, I'm going to go see Lion King tomorrow. So, uh, hopefully, I'm going to, the best idea is that I'm going to attempt to go see it. And the reason why it's going to be such a hard thing is because if you're in Philadelphia right now, it is a heat warning going on around here we're going close to 100 and by saturday it will be 100 degrees so if you're in the philadelphia area please be safe if you don't have to do anything don't move i'm like i'm not joking like the best way to stay cool don't move (laughs) just don't move uh if you got one of those new and like those, those new design fans they work really well sit in front of it don't move if you got an air conditioner chill you know, uh, just find your way to be safe out here, uh, even in my office, because I have a fan in here. But, you know, also I got the air conditioner kicking outside of my office in studio. So I'm trying to keep it cool. So I'm going to hopefully not sweat profusely during this entire show. And hopefully we can absolutely, you know, get through this heat wave. So if you're in a Philly area, just be safe, be careful, you know, and uh, drink plenty of water, yada, yada, yada. So you know what to do. You, you don't be stupid in this heat. So the reason why I didn't do a prime show last week because it came to my attention that it was my ninth anniversary of my business. That was uh, that is actually Viewfinders Identity Search and Design, the one that started all of this <laughs> nine years ago, actually over nine years ago, but nine years ago was the premiere of the website. 
which really put me on radar for people uh, who are looking to build their dream. And well, I hate to say dream, their reality, pretty much. Because I mean, if you ha- if you were focusing on your dream, you can make anything happen in seconds. In your reality, you got to work at it. So they're they're making their vision their reality at this point. And I've worked with plenty of great people, some interesting people, some shady people along the way. And you know, I you know, but to much success in. I'm standing here right now doing this podcast. Um, I'm actually sitting here doing this podcast, actually. But also reflecting on everything that I've done, all the people that I work with, all the great people that I had to, to all to work with, my clients and all this stuff, you know, people along the way that's helped me, uh, you know, reach another level. It, it's just all here. And, you know, even the people who, you know, didn't pull through completely, you know, those are the part of the story that I learned from. And I just decided to take a break to reflect on all that because it's a lot going on. I mean, my ninth year doing this doing, as a multimedia developer, that means graphic designer, web designer, whatever, promotional, you know, content, whatever, media, you know, uh, that's including this podcast right here. But looking back at all that in nine years from this point and, you know, all the things I were able to do because of my journey and my drive. You know, going to San Diego Comic-Con two times, you know, I honestly, if I don't go ever go back there again, I am okay because I managed to do it twice. But if I do a three-peat, I'm all good with it. It's whatever. But at least I got a chance to see it. Um, getting a chance to meet people in every kind I've been to or, you know, that's been on the show, you know, really incredible people because of those adventures and, and, and me networking out there and stuff like that and covering those events. You know, stuff like that, getting to work with celebrities and promotional stuff or people in entertainment and stuff like that. Just never thought of my wildest dreams. And here we are nine years later. And about a month from now, I'm going to be hosting a comic book convention panel. You know, that was invited to me by Repop of all people like that's that speaks a lot. <laughs> of what has been going on for the past nine years. And I, I tell you people, if I say this before I get uh, started with the news, if I say this to you, man, you have to. If you really want to, you have to do all you can to get out there. And that means you're going to have to grind sometimes. And that means some things aren't going to go your way and some things are not going to happen when you want it to happen but it will happen when it needs to be you know why because your passion is in it and when your passion's in it people are going to see it and eventually they'll pick up on it but you got to put the work in and when i say you got to work hard to have fun i mean it. it it's not just a slogan it's not a hashtag it's legit you have if like you think all that i do is just fun no it's not just fun there's a lot of work that goes into it but as you gradually go along and you master all of what you do and you keep doing this, it eventually just becomes second nature. And then it becomes fun because you're used to doing this. You're conditioning yourself to do this. So I, I tell you this to anybody who wants to do anything that they want to do in life. There's equal requirements involved. You have to just work hard to have fun and, and do what you love. You know, don't worry about monetary or don't do it. Don't do it for monetary, actually. You know I mean, monetary comes in. It comes in. You know, deservedly so in some cases. But if you're worried about monetary only, you're not focusing on the big picture and that's getting your love for what you want to do. Many people have made that mistake before. And as a result, they have not lasted long. And as a result, there's other people who have. 
I can tell you a few of them. You know, shout out to DJ Cutman. Shout out to Megaran. Shout out to Adam Shube. I mean, all these guys, they're doing their thing. They're loving it. They're getting high praise for their passion. And they're keeping it going. You know, Molly Flanagan, shout out to you. Kyle Havert, shout out to you. Ruben Langdon, shout out to you. All these guys at one point were getting paid like 20 bills or sometimes nothing, but they did what they did because they loved doing it. Some of them put out money to it, to their own projects, you know? You know, Vic Mignogna, I mean, say what you will, but during his journey, during Star Trek Continues, he actually put in the money himself. You heard the interviews from him, he put it in, you know? So, I mean, regardless, put your money into it, put your passion into it, just go ahead and do it. You know, do your thing, man. So, I digress. Let's get to some gaming news because we do have some bit to talk about. And on top of it all, in our final stage segment, we're going to do the review of God Eater. I finally get a chance to review that game. Not God Eater 1, not God Eater 2. God Eater 3, which finally hit the Nintendo Switch. And again, it's one of those games I was like, I wasn't going to get it on the PlayStation. I'm I'm at the age now where I'm just tired of getting two games that really are the same thing you know unless they have some type of significant purpose so i got it for the switch and we're going to talk about that at the uh final segment of our show which is called the final stage so we're gonna uh check that out then but let's talk about some news now and for instance first of all before we get into all this other news here i got to talk about mobile games and in particular one that capcom came out with and i normally i'm not a mobile game guy anymore because i got burnt too many times and i know i i get the scheme of things and what mobile games do but this one i gotta admit i got to admit i am all for this um it's not too big of a deal it's like a really it's a car battle game that capcom came out with i first caught wind of this from kyle habert uh, hey Bear, actually, uh, the voice of Gohan, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter, of course, and he's a part of this because he does the voice for Ryu, who's on the game, and basically, this is an easy-to-play car battle game, very user-friendly, very simple, like, the, the battle system is very simplistic in its execution, and it features all of the characters from Capcom's universe, in a kind of epic, the, uh, I'm sorry, in a kind of epic Magic the Gathering style artwork that comes along with it. It's really beautiful. Just, I mean, like Capcom is known for their artwork. And again, I hate to segue from this, but this is why I'm really anticipating being a part of another panel that I may be a part of, which is the Art of Street Fighting panel with the Udon artists, because we get to talk about this stuff right here and why Capcom is so, you know, revolutionary in their art style and why they actually brought art to video games. You know, it's it's a it's a legit thing and this does it again it's phenomenal artwork and in the same fashion it's like it's part manga part magic the gathering style paint you know canvas paint style like it looks like an oil paint style of all the characters but it looks extremely epic i i i want to know who's the one responsible for that uh for the illustrations for that one but it's all that it's really good and you not only that you get to see characters from street fighter devil may cry mega man uh monster hunter and i believe more than that as you play through um while the game is free to play though it doesn't force you to buy in at purchases and that's what i appreciate it the most so i could just jump on and just play it for a bit you know on the road or whatever like that and just you know not really get deep into it 
Now, do I wish that games like this would be a more of a console uh, atmosphere? Yeah, I do. But I see where they're getting at. And, of course, many of your favorite voices, I mentioned Kyle Haber is in there and many others that you recognize as well. It is available on iOS and Android right now, so go out of your way to check it out. It is, if you've seen it on social media, it is a legit game. And the only reason why I, you know, like I said, I stuck on it is because Kyle actually, you know, endorsed it because he's in it. So, normally I see these games, there's a lot of times you go into, you know, social media and you see these games like on uh, ig and facebook you see these game advertisements and a lot of times it's video or pictures of games that clearly is not them and they're trying to get you and then all of a sudden you download this thing and it's like this really crappy version of a game or something like that it's it's ridiculous but you know this one is a legit game by capcom and uh it's pretty fun so go out of your way to check it out uh going to fighting game news Ed Boom, uh, just a while back, gave us a sneak peek at Sindel. Looks tremendous. Now, there was not really any news towards this, and a lot of people are starting to complain about Ed Boon's trolling online. And, you know, I don't mind it. It's really funny. It's not really, to me, it's not really trolling at all. I just think he's just having a lot of fun with what he's doing. He's leaving a lot of, you know, hints. Honestly, I think this is not a reveal that she is going to be coming out like she's the next one coming out i could be wrong she could be the next one coming out i actually hope she's not because i i seriously want spawn to be next i i i desire for spawn to be next also for them to get a new patch update because that shang soon uh deal with the tower of time is still a glitch there too a lot of people are having trouble with that but other than that the the, um you can still play it offline and there's no glitch on it when you play arcade mode but other than that i i, I like with i like sindel she looks great we already knew that she was going to be on there because they already announced it so this could be a tease as to what they're going to do but there are people on twitter that are starting to complain about ed boon is trolling and all the stuff and it's like yeah maybe maybe you want to take that back just a bit but again i'm enjoying it for what it is and he i, I love his uh content that he puts on there so we'll see there's no announcements yet we'll see how uh when the next update is coming which should be soon because we're nearing we're getting close to the end of the month so i'm i'm predicting that we're gonna get our reveal soon i again i hope it's spawn i really hope it's spawn i want to see that character i think that is gonna blow people away like crazy when we see him and uh it's going to be in high demand, so we'll see. Um, speaking of more Mortal Kombat news, the movie. There's a lot of talk about the movie um, that they're in production and they're beginning production of that movie. And they just announced that The Raid, if you guys remember that movie, uh, The Raid, main, I guess he's a main star, Joe uh, Taslam, is set to play Sub-Zero in this new, more gritty, rated R, I believe, fatality driven mortal Kombat movie so this time around there are going to be uh fatalities definitely here's my case here's my situation with the whole entire deal with the mortal Kombat movie i it's it's warranted that they should do fatalities or it's a given you know it's warranted that they should do rated r especially in this day and age that's a given i don't think they should go overkill and i say that because i watched the reboot version of Hellboy, which I reviewed a while back, and you guys know what I thought from it. It was like, why did this have to be made? And it was just too gritty. It was gritty for the sake of being gritty and gore. 
it's like it was very gratuitous and i there was i just never saw a reason it was just purposely done if ed boon is behind this if the writers the same writers that have done the last few video games are behind this i think there's a great chance that there can be a balance of violence action drama you know to it if they do it if they overdo it it's going to ruin it i think there should be subtlety i think you should like yearn for it at least to see a fatality but not just be like a fatality every five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes like let it lead into one like the first half hour or something like that in the story and it comes out during the tournament or whatnot you know let it happen that way but you're you're just other ways this you know i i trust if ed boone's behind it i true i totally trust it if they have anybody else behind it without him i'm afraid i'm definitely afraid of how this is going to be so we'll see i'm looking forward to it as well but you know and not it's going to be a lot of comparison to the old and the new i'm looking forward to it so let's talk fighting more fighting game news here is evo uh has announced and revealed the entrance uh numbers for this year's evo uh not convention uh event tournament event if you guys know evo is the biggest fighting game tournament event of all time one of the original esports in the industry and uh evo's back again bigger than ever but very interesting uh numbers here and and results here as to what's the most anticipated game that people are actually entering for president joey uh collar actually revealed this on twitter and it is as follows smash brothers ultimate with 3,492 at this time. This is where we're in at the time. It probably has increased since then. But the reveal is 3,492. This is the highest of all of the games right now. So right now, Smash Ultimate is the number one game that everybody is looking forward, which is a rare because all the Smash Brothers games prior to the years, I don't believe is ever or really, I could be wrong, but I don't think I've seen Smash Brothers as like the number one game. It's always been Street Fighter. And not so far off, it is Street Fighter V with a very decreasing number of 1,929. Very interesting here. Uh, usually, again, this is a on- Street Fighter V is an ongoing series. I get it. It's been around for a long time, so I'm sure people are used to it or just, I don't know, maybe that's a sign. But the fact that it's number two that's one thing smash brothers is the new big favorite this year so this is going to be number one last year was dragon ball fighters which is not this year this uh it went down considerably at the moment surprisingly at number three is tekken 7 at 1885 entrance that is registered for this so that's an interesting thing samurai showdown i'm not really surprised about samurai showdown people love the game uh the gameplay of it aspect which i heard is very solid uh again i I mentioned this before. I refuse to buy a game full with less to none options and continuity, but at least the gameplay is solid. If all you guys for, I just don't think it's worth sixty bucks. But one thousand seven hundred and nineteen people apparently do because that's the entrance number for that. So you have that number five is Mortal Kombat Eleven with one thousand five hundred sixty-seven. A game I've really never heard of before called Unist is one. I got to look that up. I meant to look that up too. I have never heard of this game. Unist comes up as 1,156. Dragon Ball Fighters last year was the number one 
sought-after entrant game. It was the most popular game in EVO that people wanted to play. Now, it is at number 7 at 1,191. Soul Calibur 6. I totally understand why this is at number <laughs> this uh, Soul Calibur 6 is at 742. And last, Blaze Blue. I forgot the name of the subtitle of that. Is 640. So those two alone, I understand why that they're there. But Dragon Ball Fighters took a big dive from last year, which was like I said, was number one. Uh, I was ex- I was expecting Mortal Kombat to be up a little bit more, but you know people have a short attention span in this case. So Samurai Showdown came out even further, and I guess it could be also that they're waiting. People are waiting for the next you know fighter to come out to see if that's going to be their main to see if they want to go in so that could be an option too but even still with Tekken at number three I'm very surprised that I did I had no idea people are still playing Tekken but then again a lot of that is credited to Bandai Namco because they've been doing a lot of you know uh Tekken tournament tours around the country and around the world so I'm not I I, there's a part of me that still isn't surprised at that but at the same time a lot of that probably has to do with the campaigning of the game is why it's keeping alive at this time because the last pack that they came out with was the negan pack and i don't know how well that actually did i didn't go out of my way to get it uh for that reason but you know it's very interesting so i i expect this to be a really great event again and uh hopefully disney xd will be covering it again but this is a very big esport this is the grand of all esports here you know the one that literally i i'm not joking like this is the biggest and most cherished esport of them all uh i wonder what the prize money is going to be this year because now that you got the overwatch league out there you have the uh e league out there and they're giving up some major major prizes i wonder what's their prize what's the uh prize for the uh fighters this year so and, and not only that who's the you know pg punk going to be back in there as uh sonic fox is coming back i'm pretty sure you know, there's a lot of great fighters, you know, fighting uh, gamers is going to be out there. So I'm very much interested. I'm looking forward to that. Um, talking about San Diego Comic-Con. Just recently, there has been announced that Marvel's uh, the Marvel Games will be doing a panel at San Diego Comic-Con. Not just at any hall. Not just in any ballroom. There's the If you guys haven't gone to San Diego Comic-Con before, there are two major uh you know rooms main stages that you know people go to is ballroom 20 and then the bigger one and the most cherished and legendary one is hall h hall h is the big i'm sure a lot of people have heard of that or listened to the show hall h is like the biggest hall of them all and then like they're apparently doing a panel for hall h they're going to be revealing uh not only mar uh marvel's ultimate alliance 3 which this is thursday right now it is 8 36 we're counting down the hours till the release of that game at midnight tonight cross your fingers it is midnight tonight but they're going to be talking about that game which now i understand why it came out it came out uh this week right in time for san diego comic-con kudos to nintendo and kudos to freaking marvel for doing that that's very smart there's gonna be a ton of people with their nintendo switches up there i know because i brought mine when i went to san diego comic-con as well so and had mine signed by yoshinori ono so uh it's gonna be 
awesome that people are going to be able to get their you know get to play that game while they're in san diego comic-con you can't have a you can't think of a better way to have a great time during that day it's like the entire weekend it's going to be awesome but marvel games is going to be premiering at hall h that's huge uh you got ultimate alliance 3 that's going to be talked about there but also marvel's avengers from square enix and crystal dynamics the one that had mixed reviews at e3 there is no news or idea as to what they're going to be talking about how much they're going to be covered whether we're going to see new footage uh you know it's 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 up in the air you know how polished is it since the last time we saw it at e3 you know which wasn't so far away that was just in june so i don't expect it to be extremely polished or i have no idea what the hell they're going to talk about there are they gonna are they gonna mention the 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 mixed reviews that people are have gotten since the reveal that's going to be the interesting part i'm i'm hoping that they address it i hate when the companies and there have been companies that has hide that's hitting themselves from certain controversies and i always hate that i like i like companies who take on things head on no bs it is what it is it ain't what it ain't you know i i just i hope that that's the case or they'll give us some more intel i'm sure they'll give us some more intel on what's going to happen but we'll see the panel will be at, in hall h as i mentioned at 1 30 p.m pacific standard time three hours from the east coast three hours prior to the east coast that is and hosted by creative director sean i cannot pronounce his name uh escav i believe is pronounced as e-s-c-a-y-g and a lot of the voice actors of the game uh which includes troy baker and norlin um no uh, i'm sorry nolan north who by the way segueing again will be at uh, keystone comic-con in august to do a panel of their own as well and uh there's also no word on whether anything else is going to be shown what new other new games they're going to be talking about it can't be just those two and it's going to be at a panel so we'll see i I, i'm very interested in seeing what news is going to come out with i'm pretty sure we're going to have all that news when uh we do our prime show on sunday so stay tuned as news develops on that note so uh folks that will do it that's pretty much all the news i have for this segment i'm gonna take a break come back and come to talk about god eater 3 the third addition to one of my favorite games from Bandai Namco. And we're going to talk about that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time live.com talktomlive.com provides all of our acmg content with new and previous episodes exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktomlive.com and let us help you learn to let go live life and love all things acmg Folks, this is our final stage review of God Eater 3, and I am here to tell you I am very happy. I am so happy about this game, and I will tell you why. Bandai Namco has been, in my opinion, Bandai Namco, for one, from, from a certain extent, 
I've said many a times that it was one of my favorite companies. And then all of a sudden, they pull a WWE act and start screwing up on a lot of the games that they have, or at least not screwing up, but half-assing on some games. Like, some games were good, and it could have been much better for the for the dollar amount that you're spending. And then you have other games that were like, what the hell are they doing, and why is this happening, and why is this left out, and why is there no, you know, this or that? And... I've been at a loss as to what's been going on. And, and like the last game I think I played, like all the Dragon Ball stuff has been great. Like the last great Bandai Namco game I played was Super Dragon Ball Heroes for this Switch. Awesome. Great card. One of the best card games I've ever played. That one did not fail. But then you have other ones like Jump Force, which for the PlayStation, which I was like, what the hell went wrong with this? This looked like this was going to be one of the most epic things they've ever done. And it became the complete opposite is still, to this day, one of the most disappointing games of 2019. Bar none. This is still in the running for that title. And I, I'm still devastated. I, I have not played one DLC from that game. Yet. Um, What's the other one? My Hero Academia won Justice. Which I do like, but I felt like they could have done much more with. I like it for what it is. It, if, if all else is a great arcade-style game. But I felt like they could have given it so much more. That Ultimate Ninja Storm feel. That, you know, that kill a kill if feel that we're going to get soon. Um, from Arc System Works. In about like another week, believe it or not. And I, I'm just... I, I, was, I was dumbfounded as to why this kept happening and why they, these games kept feeling budget it was like right after they did Tekken 7 Tekken 7 was like the last great like fighting game that they've done and then they did Soul Calibur 6 and it was like that to me was also disappointing because that one was ever so deserving of the new generation production style feel of what we're seeing now in other games and, we, and it's not it's like what are they doing this is this is insane. I, I wish this is one of the reasons why I wish I would go I would have gone to San Diego Comic Con this year because I would definitely go to the uh, to that panel. And I know for one thing, Uriah Hall is going to be in that panel, and I'm a big fan of. Uh, I don't know if he still work if he still fights for the UFC or not, but Uriah Hall is no joke. But why he's there, I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. I guess if anybody asks the a wrong question, he can roundhouse kick somebody legit. <laughs> <laughs> and roundhouse kick their heads off but i would love to a ask them the question as to why these games have been lacking lately like what's been going on with these games i hope somebody's brave enough to be able to ask that question because we need answers from that we definitely need answers from that and you know it continues but i can i can i am happy to say that god eater 3 has not disappointed at all and I've been playing this game since the beginning. I, I, I've i said it before. I'm not a fan of Monster Hunter. It's I, I I will never discredit it. It's a beautiful looking game. It's a extremely deep RPG experience uh, for those who've liked that game. I think it's just way too deep. And then added to that, the, all of the Monster Hunter games prior to, and I've stupidly brought like three of them. None of them had a storyline. They is you're just, just going out there and just doing and just killing monsters for just the sake of killing monsters and surviving and all the stuff. And it's just like it's a nature game, and I think that's the turnoff for me. There's no real big reason to do all what you're doing. 
in this game. There's no story reason for doing it. But except for I heard the recent one does have a storyline, thank goodness, finally. But I still haven't reached out to want to get it yet. Um, maybe if it goes on sale. I, I, I don't know why I keep falling for these stupid things. But <laughs> I, maybe if it goes on like a big sale, it's like 20 bucks. Maybe I'll pop in it and check it out. But for those who wanted to have that hack and slash experience like Monster Hunter, but don't want the total extreme deep RPG, uh, you know, depth with it. This is where God Eater comes in. God Eater is a more user-friendly version of it. I'll probably say that again in this review, but it's for those who don't want that deep experience, but still wants to have, uh, you know, the fun of being able to modify weapons and really cool weapons at that and do some really cool stuff and then follow a really cool storyline with some great direction as well. So this is for you. And God Eater 3 continues that, that great, you know, legacy that this series is actually had you know great visuals great audio great you know not great story but fun story a, a an intriguing story a uh it, yeah that's the best way i could say it a very intriguing story that will it grab you it'll grab you the characters will grab you the visuals will grab you it's just fun it's not like to be the best game in the world it's not going to be the best game in the world but it is a lot of fun so the story here this time around is Basically, from I'm reading from what was said on uh, Capcom's website. All of a sudden, unknown life forms called Oracle Cells begin their uncontrolled consumption of, the, of all life in, on Earth. The revenous appetite, devour, and remarkable uh, adaptability earn the first dread, the all, then all, and then the name Origami. In the face of an in the face of an enemy completely immune to conventional weapons, urban civilization collapses, and everyday humanity is driven further and further towards extinction. Now, that's actually almost the general case of all the God Eater games. There, this version has a bit of a different feel to it, and it actually has a bit of a different uh, story that starts off with it here. So, this story, unlike the other ones has a group of uh, God Eaters welding the God Arcs, in which the God Arcs are living symbiotic weapons. Think, yes, when I say symbiotic, definitely think Venom. If you're a comic book fan, definitely think Venom, and I believe that they kind of took a little bit from Marvel in this case, when you see this. It very much, the, the God Arcs look exactly like, when they go into like the uh, Devourer form, they look exactly like Venom. It, or, or the or the uh, the symbiotic suit, you know, at best. Uh, they're, they're held at what is called a port. And a port is basically kind of like a city or a region or a county or something like that. But also, this particular port is a bit of a prison. And these god eaters are used to take down uh, origamis against their will. Sort of like in the same case of Suicide Squad. So when you start off the game, and if you play the demo, you'll see it. The game starts off with you in what it looks like shackles or handcuffs, which is actually your god arcs, but they have them in handcuffs, you know, shackled this time. And the only time that they're released is when they go out into the field to kill the origami. So they're literally like at this point slaves. There, there's been no explanation as to why they've been captured or whatever like that. But this port pretty much have taken them under. And 
they somehow get into a situation that allows them to be free from their ports. I don't want to spoil the story too uh, too much, but they wind up becoming free and, and uh, of their port prisons and end up finding a new port where they're to they work together freely to reach a certain destination and deliver what is believed to be a major biological weapon. Again, I will not reveal. There's a lot to reveal here. The, the story in this game is very episodic. It's a, it's like hours of stories in this game. And it it really does a great job in character development in this game. Because it features, it focuses on many of the characters in the game uh, throughout, the, throughout the gameplay. So it's, it's very much like an episodic anime series that you're playing in the game. So it's, that part is pretty awesome. The new game uh, play features is this new dash feature like they have a normal they have a normal run and they call it a dash but there's now literally a new dash feature where you hit the like right z button and you hit the x button and he dashes and zooms almost like he's flying like a few feet to get away or get closer to a certain destination or to chase down a, a large origami at the time and it's a really great addition here because it really does help now doing so will take a chunk of your stamina so you got to be careful how you use it in here but it's a lot of fun to use you get it kind of addicted but you do got to look at your stamina meter because it depletes as you keep doing it and that's that's one of the good things also new is the god arc's ability i i I haven't played god eater 2 in quite a while i don't don't remember this being in the game but this gives you the ability they now give you the ability to transform your god arc into a more powerful weapon so for instance if you have the the dual blades or the twin blades the twin blades if you turn if you hit like the r button and what is that what is it like b or y no the r button and y you can turn your twin blades into like a dual bladed staff and you can start using it to uh, dish out more damage to them in there so that it, it really it's the great part about it is that the this form does give you more power for attacks and it takes out origami much faster again using this feature will deplete stamina much faster than it would like a dash so you have to be careful as to how much you use it and when at least for certain weapons not all weapons use the as i'm realizing use the uh stamina like that like if you use the uh i forgot that the weapon what's the ring the, the weapon that's like a ring like a, a hula hoop pretty much that doesn't take too much but that transforms into a humongous looking axe and it takes a lot of damage from there as well but it doesn't deplete uh stamina for there but other ones like the sickle or you know the the actual sickle that you have that does deplete some stamina so you got to be careful because they take it out much faster and once you're if you don't stop attacking your avatar character will become fatigued and you will be you won't be able to move at all until your stamina comes back this can absolutely lead to a lot of trouble in your case if you're out in the field even with your even with your really good ai out here and it'll leave you to get really like ran over your energy is taken out by the you know by fighting large origami or the ash origami out there so you got to be careful you got to use it strategically and good and timely when you do so there are tons of uh ways to customize your avatar's clothing god arcs items and much more much like the other games before the ai in this game has always been my favorite it's always and it, one of the strongest elements of this game it, it really is like i've played games that 
require you to rely on AI uh, in the past, and they have not been successful. I've never had trouble with relying on AI to help you um, by your side in God Eater. Never. It's like the one thing that they got so strongly in this game. Um, you know, you you team up with a like a AI cooperative, you know, um, fighting team alongside it. You know, you get to pick out some of your um, the people that you want alongside with you, and you can customize them as well. And you know, ch you know, make make it so they can be very reliable for you in the field when you get out there. Uh, except certain times, they're going to be like for story uh, developments. They're going to be some people that come with you by default. So you have to go with that. But for the most part, if you're doing like other, you know, modes and all the stuff, other stages and, and, and fields, you're going to be able to pick the people that you want to come along with you that you think it will be to your advantage. Uh, and if you're defeated, that's this is the beautiful part. If you're ever defeated and taken out by origami, no problem. You're once you get out your team will try their best to reach to get to you as soon as possible to revive you so you can stay in the game for a long now granted you can only do this for a certain amount of times because you have a meter on a side of you that shows how many times you get knocked out before the game is completely over nine chances out of ten you will be able to beat your origami uh, again this is a much easier uh gameplay than monster hunter because monster hunter man you could try to beat them until they're tired but there's ways to figure out how you could beat these guys as well like there's uh certain consumables or whatever like that in god arc uh abandoned guide arc you know consumables that you can add on to see how close you are to beating the origami in there as well uh the cardiograph is one of them so you have that there i mean it's just much easier but the fact that you're team does not leave you hanging and the minute that you're out there they will reach out to you as much as possible now if there's origami in front of you blocking their path which is i think is really cool and strategic for the ai to notice that it's harder for them to get through and that's fine if you don't reach them in time and the time runs out you'll just respawn somewhere else which kind of leaves everybody else hanging over there so you got to try to get to them as quickly as possible to join the fight again but otherwise they stick with you to the bitter end like these are foxhole worthy ais right here so that's a really great thing um it, it, again is i i absolutely love it the visuals are here are, are as stunning as ever and eye-popping anime character design with very vibrant colors and animation and i look at this game and i look at blood uh bloodstain that just came out a few um weeks ago or a while ago where i just reviewed and there's all to talk about why the visuals look the way they do on that game and not on like as opposed to the playstation or the um the pc version or the steam version or whatever yeah after looking at god eater 3 there is no excuse because this game looks just as awesome on here as it does on the other games and i believe it's 720 in the handheld and is like it's 1080 on the uh on the actual you know port in a, in a tv port version or the dock version as it as i uh if you will and i i don't understand where blood rain went wrong and what third party company they were working with to you know translate all of this in there but god eater kind of made them look bad really i mean more than just look bad from here I, I you know if i can tell you i enjoy playing god eater 3 way more than i did bloodstain like i am so deep into this game the story everything is just awesome uh bloodstain was good to me but it didn't 
you know, I'm, and again, it could be the fact that I'm not really a Metroid, like a Metroid, a Metro, Metroidvania type of person or whatever they want to call it. But I, it just, this one just draws me in so more, and it's way more action packed. There's, you know, the fighting itself, you know, there's a hack and slash to element to it, but there's, definitely more ways that you can hack a slash just different techniques different you know abilities and all the stuff so it the, the gameplay is so deep there's so much depth to the gameplay as opposed to bloodstain which actually was supposed to be like a modern day version of a retro game but at the same time it's like you for you did the visuals for you you did the visual of uh, visuals and updated those why not update the fighting mechanics as well you know at least we got this from here so mission modes are as fun as ever as well uh as i mentioned before user friendly compared to like uh capcom monster hunter series and while the maps aren't as huge per se they do still provide enough for you and your friends to uh, you know playing online or the co-op to have a lot of fun with i absolutely love them there are different versions there's like certification uh maps there uh which all of these give you a you know beating all of these will give you more materials and new weapons to you know modify and craft and everything in there so and and help you become a way more powerful god eater as you go through and play through the story mode and such so and again i believe there's new game plus in here so i don't know why they have it here but don't have it or at least not even got you know new game plus but you have the ability to go into archives and look at all of the cutscenes. and there's a ton of cutscenes in this game all through you can't even do that in, in jump force you see what i'm saying this is what i'm talking about with the entire bandai namco dynamic here with their games is like you got god eater here which allows you to play through this game again you got games like uh my hero academia you got dragon ball super uh dragon ball heroes uh super dragon ball heroes at least that you know let you play through the game all over again you know with the with new game plus you got xenoverse who's still coming out with content and you're able to play three different story modes and the switch version at least in comparison to the other ones um it, it, i don't understand i don't understand where they went wrong with some of the games that they had but this one again they they went right with it so uh like i said i love i like the story it's not the greatest in the world but the character development i love in this game i love what they did it's a lot of fun it's enjoyable it's it's action-packed there's a hint of certain you know animes that you saw you know essence of certain animes that you love if you like kind of like the uh i would say this has more of a gundam like vibe to it in some cases but it does hold its own they do have an anime for god eater that finally came out based on the original god eater game so if you haven't seen that yet go out of your way to check that out and then go out of your way to check out the other two as well which is available on playstation and xbox i believe i i have a i have a hard time not believing that the first two will not end up remastered and and on a switch it'll be worth it um you know as the story moves along you find out more secrets uh which unveils uh some characters in the game and followed by some really good action scenes as well and some anime scenes cut scenes in there as well like when you go into the archives and you play through the game there is so many cut scenes in, in this game it ain't funny and you know even if you change his you know your avatar's outfit or weapons it will appear in every cut scene that is not animated 
So, I mean, it, it really engages you. Every There's so much done right with this game. I absolutely love it. Um, but even, and the even best part about this all, Bandai Namco even flipped the bill for an English voice cast. And they did not disappoint one bit. I love the cast. I'm pretty sure I recognize some of the voices from some of your favorite animes or video ga- other video games and such, too. They did a really great job on this. Uh, I, this is one of the better games that, ca- uh, that Bandai Namco has come out this year. So overall, if you... Like, if you're like me and don't really like the deep RPG experience of a Monster Hunter, but you want the hack and slash gameplay with the story, this game is for you. Absolutely. Go out of your way to check it out. God Eater 3. It, honestly, if you haven't played any of the God Eater, Eater um, games, you can still play this game because it's a totally different story from the other God Eater games uh, and enjoy it just as well. But I do recommend playing all three of the God Eater games because they're worth it. Whether you have it on a PS Vita, the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 3, or even Xbox, it's worth going out of your way to get because it's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun. Whether you, Because of the AI experience, it's great playing as a single player and it's great playing on co-op or online as well. So go out of your way to check it out. This is a great game to have. Nothing to said. If I give it a grade, it'll be a B+. Enough said. Folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Thank you guys so very much. This Sunday, again, I will definitely be talking about all the highlights of everything that happened. This is our annual San Diego Comic-Con highlight uh, weekend. So we're going to be talking about 2019 and what they had to offer. I got a feeling it's going to be huge since Marvel Studios is back headlining the show this is going to be the most sought after panel of all they're back taking their throne at hall h and we're going to talk about what they have to offer as well as everything that has come from that event i will also chances are i will go out of my way to go see lion king again in philadelphia is it's dreadfully hot up here uh right now in fact which it's already 79 degrees it's just turning nine o'clock that is ridiculous uh people again in philly in the Delaware Valley region, Jersey, Delaware as well. Be safe out here. It, it's really hot out here. Just, you know, chill. If you watch Do the Right Thing, just keep it chill. No violence. <laughs> keep it, keep it, just keep it cool, man. Just keep it classy. If you're in the West Coast, enjoy that great weather you guys have having up there. And uh, I know you guys are going to have a great time up there. So the journey will move on. And again, we're counting down the days to our own con as well here at keystone comic con in philadelphia on august 23rd to the 25th with 20 with the 25th being the day of all panels and i like the way they're doing here so my panel will be a part of it the overwatch the voices of overwatch uh we're still checking i haven't heard any word as to when uh the art of street fighter panel will be but we'll give you more information on that as well uh, as well, but there are more panels that will be on Sunday as well. So the whole Sunday is going to be a day of panels. And I like that they did that and they didn't spread out the panels uh, for all day. So everybody is going to get the you know chance to see a panel on Sunday. And that's what they're going to do. I thought that was a very smart idea to do. It looks like they're deleting to do that. So I'm working on getting the uh, the recent brand coordinator the brand marketing coordinator for this event on the show as well i've been talking to her uh betty uh you know she's been very nice she's been grateful to acmg and talk time live and i and myself uh so i'm hoping to have her on to talk about everything that's happening right now and what we are going to be looking forward to this event i know they're doing a lot right now to get to prep up for this event so 
Hopefully, I'll get some answers to when or uh, if she'll be able to come on soon. And uh, we will, we'll see. Uh, I'm looking forward to this, to that event coming up as well. So a lot going on, a lot going on. So, folks, that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dex Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things, anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here, folks. I will talk to you Sunday. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.